You're listening to another episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Listen to them all at smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome in to Small Business Saturdays here. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me here this morning. Having a little bit of a challenge trying to get uh, broadcast live over to the Club OSG group. Uh, hopefully, you guys are finding it over on YouTube. We put a quick link in there. My name is Aaron Montgomery. I'm with our success group. My wife is going to join me here this morning because we're going to be talking about online parties and live events. She's got some experience with the online parties from some work she's done with a couple of different businesses she works with. Currently, she's working with a, a company called Crunchy. So they've advocated for that kind of a, a, a platform. So we thought, okay, well, how does this work for a garment decorator? And how, how can how can we kind of figure this out? Plus talk a little bit about online live events and kind of how that looks and works. And then any questions that you guys have, we're happy to answer. Or if we don't know the answer, we will find somebody who does. Kylene, welcome in this morning. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Kelly, before we get started, and, and we'll we'll kind of bounce all over the place here and, and cover getting into whatever questions we need to get into. I'm glad to see Connie here because this, I believe, if I remember right, it's been a little bit, Connie, so <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. This was something that you were asking about, and uh, and so hopefully we can get all of Connie's questions answered as well. Give us a little bit of a, a background. I, I kind of clumsily uh, shared wh why you're here with us this morning. So maybe give us a little more background there, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. So I'm part of a company that is all about toxin-free, clean beauty, and they have skincare and makeup. And that's kind of their, their mission is to have eco-friendly packaging as well as ingredients in their products that will not harm you or your littles. They have a littles line as well. So it is a... Um, network marketing company. Um, and they, it's, I've been a part of another one in the past, but this company really has a different approach to, um, to selling, if you will, and growing. Um, and they call it the crunchy style. So the name of the business is crunchy. And um, basically, they're all about education. So you lead with education. And I think that's kind of what Aaron's been saying all along, you lead with service. How can you help others? And then as you share, then people start to trust you and know that what you're sharing is valid. And that's kind of how Crunchy approaches it. So um, I'm really pleased that I'm part of this awesome company. And they have really taken the online party and kind of made it something special. And so that's, I think, what... Um, I want to share because we can apply that to any anything new that we are offering our customers. Gotcha. Awesome. All right. Well, um, let's uh, let's dive into this then, if uh, that works for you there. So, um, all right. Let's start off. So, we're, you're talking about maybe yeah. Tell us tell us that. What how how would you define this? Um, idea of an online event. What we'll, we'll get into some of the why and stuff like that, and, and even the how and stuff like that. But just give us 
give us a little bit more of a definition of how you describe an online event and and then I'll give my <laughs> idea and then we'll go from there. So um so for me I look at it as a way to share with more people. Um I can share with in-person events um but then I'm so limited to my local community but um online, it allows you to share with so many more people. Um, the other cool thing is um, people can invite other people and then your network just grows even even more as far as sharing um, what you're sharing with others. So I love it. And um, you can have a host and then the host um, is connected to your event. Um, and so if it's Let's say you have a new cool T-shirt design and um, or a new tumbler that you're offering, whatever it might be, um, you could have like a partner that would be a co-host with you and then they could invite people. You could invite people and then people are more likely to say yes and attend your event when they recognize that person versus just a random <laughs> event that people see. So it really gives that personal connection to to your event. And that's what I like about it is you can make it really personalized and um, kind of more intimate, even though it's online, it still has that same feeling as in person. So that's kind of how I would look at it. Sure. Sure. Okay. Well, that's a, that's a great definition. So we'll, we'll leave that. Uh, so everybody hang on to that real quick, because I, I do want to start Kylene on the uh, live selling side of things here, mm-hmm. um, which, which is a little different than what, what you're talking about. And, yeah. and, and, and again, just to give people some co- uh, context here, how, how does that feel different to you? Um, I mean, for the events, you're building that relationship, in my opinion. And yeah. people will, I mean, eventually, if they trust what you're you're sharing with them, they will um, purchase, but it doesn't have the immediate purchase ability at that moment. Um, like, I guess I would view the, the live events like, am I following yep yep no you're 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 exactly following that's that's that sounds right where a a live event you're kind of going and and when we talk about a live event we're talking about a live online event and and so yeah with a live event you're kind of scheduling and and having a place where you just you go online and you're showing goods you know if i um and of course, right now I don't have <laughs> any products sitting in front of me here, but you know, let's say, uh, let's say I was selling these little uh, fun little signs here, um, you know, and, and so I would go online and I would say, okay, guys, well, so today we've got this new fun, cool sign that's double sided and blah blah blah, and explain it and use it and and show it off and talk about it, and you know, and we've got only 15 of them left. And uh, so if you'll go to the link below, you know, you can purchase one and it'll ship today and that kind of thing. So that that's, I think to me, what I'm talking about when we're talking about a um, live event. So does that, that sound about right to you? Yep, definitely. All right, cool. All right. Well, let's start there then. So with that idea of live selling uh, in that 
framework. What, 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 just off the top of your head here, right? What are some of the things that uh, you would think that, you know, need to kind of go into the front side of this? Because I think like everything, we've got to have a plan here, right? We've got to have, have that step. So if you said, okay, I'm going to sell my wares by doing an online live event, as opposed to, you know, what you would do to go to a a market or vendor fair or, um, you know, that kind of a, or, or even having a storefront, what's, what's the different side of planning that would go on in, in your mind, Kylene? Well, I mean, I think organization is going to be huge when it comes to that. You're going to have to know exactly what you have for your inventory. And um, I would even think that you would almost need an assistant to kind of keep track of that for you during those events so you don't oversell. Um, I mean, I would just think that you would want some kind of system in place. So when people are saying, yes, I want that item, you're not overselling. And therefore, yeah. you then you would potentially lose trust or people get irritated or yeah. whatever it may be. Yeah. No, that's perfect. That's that's exactly it. And and it does. So that's the starting point. Like you said, get organized, have that plan in place you know, what you're going to sell, how many of them document all that. Um, and, and like I said, that'll give you that opportunity because just like what we're going to talk about here in a second with the, um, online parties, you, you're kind of building a quick relationship, not, not to the level of what you're talking about with the online parties, but, but yeah, it's, it comes down to trust. So, I, I look at this like if I'm going to go to a vendor fair or a craft fair, kind of a, that place where, you know, I set up a, a booth for a day or a weekend or whatever, um, you know, somebody walks up to you. That's a face to face meeting. There, there's some built level of building trust, you know, that that direct eye contact, you know, mm-hmm. maybe even shaking a hand or, or any of that stuff. And, and that is like a, you quickly build trust in that moment. And, and we don't really think about that a whole lot, but that's really what's going on. Somebody's walking up to you, looking at your stuff. Are you smiling? How, how do you, how do you come across? Is, are you proud of the products that you're selling? And, and like that, when we're face to face, we build that trust. But when I'm sitting on the other side of a camera and a microphone like this, there's a little bit more that has to go into building that trust because when we're there live face to face, the other thing that they can do to kind of build trust and what they're getting is they can touch and feel it. Yep. And with a um, live selling event, they can't touch and feel it. So it, it, it becomes, you have to be descriptive enough. You have to be energetic enough. You have to be more <laughs> over the top with, you know, how excited you are about the product in a video format than if somebody's there and they're able to touch and feel and get that tactile uh, yep. trust built. So um, I think you're exactly right. Getting that planning done, getting all those pieces in place um, as far as what you're going to sell, how many, you know, what the terms are, how, how are they going to engage with that product? And again, you don't need a whole lot of crazy backend technical stuff. Um, you just need to have that kind of planned out, you know, so we're using StreamYard here for this and you could have all of your products 
laid out specifically. Um, Connie, good point. Let me get to that in one second. You have all of your products laid out specifically. And as you bring it up, then, you know, like you said, if you have an assistant or somebody kind of producing in the background, it is just a matter of, okay, so if this was, and I don't have one right now, but I'll just pretend that, you know, this was the link and say, okay, great. So yes, we've got 10 of these. And, um, you know, so head on down to the link and, and, and go from there. So um, I think that's the first part. Now let's get to this comment from Connie here real quick, because I think this is a very good point. And I want to make sure we get that uh, across. Not too much over the top, or it sometimes appears fake. Yeah. And, and that's a good point. Kylie, you want to address that real quick? And then I'll give my opinion as well. Yeah, I mean, I think that's huge. And um, we can almost if you you just want to be as genuine as you can, not so scripted to the point where people aren't trusting what you're saying. <laughs> so if you're just reading something, um, I don't think people are going to have that genuine connection with you. So just being being you and however that shows up is is completely fine. And I think that's yeah, that to me, that's what that comment means. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I think you, you've, you're dead on with that. Um, but the other side of that though, is, is, you know, my comment about, you got to kind of get a, a little bit more and, and be a little bit more energetic and, and alive. And, and again, over the top is, is definitely a fine line to walk. Like Connie's talking about, I think Connie's exactly right with this, but you got to be, you know, because you're going to be at first a little hesitant, a little unsure. It's a little uncomfortable, right. To, mm -hmm. to have this, um, <laughs> where you're basically selling to a, a camera, you know, obviously at this stage, um, in 2021 here, we're all getting a little more used to that, but, but there's still that, that apprehension that you've got to overcome. So yeah, you don't want to go completely over the top because then it appears fake. Um, but you, you do have to be just a little bit more of yourself than you might normally be. So <laughs> yeah. how's that sound? All right. So, and then when you're getting into it, Kylie, let, let's talk a little bit about some of the, the nuts and bolts of actually in the selling. You'd mentioned, you know, maybe having a, a helper or an assistant of some sort. How, how, can, how can you visualize that person's role and, and where, where does that fit in and, and how could that person help you? Well, I would just think that that person would be monitoring how many sales are actually made in? So they could feed you the information when that product is potentially close to selling out, or has sold out, or um, just or if people really aren't buying that, maybe you could come back to it at a later point. Um, I don't know, just keeping you uh, informed of what's happening in the background. Yeah. Um, since you're not getting that immediate feedback from people. Yeah. When you're yep. in a live event. Um. I would think that that would be, they also could be, um, I know in our mastermind group, Nan had talked about this before and she had the idea of having an assistant model for the t-shirts, you know, having someone actually have the, the item on, um, I could see an, an assistant in that role as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and yeah, I, I agree that that assistant person would play, play that role of, um, you know, kind of being, because yeah, I don't want to, if I'm doing like, for example, if I was doing an online selling event right now, 
this is not how I would be set up. I, I, I would figure out some way to be standing first and foremost. Um, I would figure out some way to not have this <laughs> microphone in my way so I can move my hands and try stuff on. And, and, you know, see, so you'd have to kind of figure out the audio because like if, it, if you're doing shirts, for example, and you're, you're trying them on, you don't want to be, um, you know, you could use a, like a little lavalier mic like, like this, but if you're doing that and I'm taking a shirt on and off, I'm basically constantly hitting it and causing this popping sound in the background and, and, and whatnot. So, um, having that assistant who can kind of help you with that interaction, help you kind of, you know, instead of fumbling around for a product or something like that. And, and it, it doesn't, you know, I can honestly, Kylie, the more I talk about this, I can totally see this being something that like our 10 year old Lewis would be, would be great at. He, he would be a great little assistant where, mm-hmm. you know, he, he would bring some, some level of personality to it that, uh, you know, you couldn't manufacture it, yeah. <laughs> you know, of, of having, having your kiddo help you out. If, if that's something that you're comfortable with doing, if our, our son's uh, been online with us a lot in videos. So it's, you know, it's something that he would be comfortable doing. So, um, yeah, but I think if you're genuinely exciting about excited about what you're, you're selling during this live event, I mean, it's going to come across with, with how you're sharing it. And then, um, then if you have the people showing it off for you, it just kind of comes to life. Yeah, totally. So, um, okay. So from there, and, and, um, I, I think Connie also has another great point. We should just get Connie to join us online. Yeah. Right I, I think, think she knows, what, she's, you know <laughs> what right. she's talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like it. Connie says, I think practicing with online private parties with a couple of friends and or family before you do an actual one, they can give feedback that will make the actual party better. I, I think this is yeah. also a fantastic idea. And, I think the other thing here along this line, Kyleen, is you know, make sure that your your expectations out of the gate are 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 in line, right? I mean, we we want to dream big and we want to you know push and we want to try to kind of push ourselves, but at the same time, it's not going to be this overnight success or sensation, you know, I very low likelihood that, you know, your, your live event becomes this viral event. So you may only have a couple or, or, you know, a, a few people tuned in. And so it is important to um, make sure that you are sharing with your friends and family, just to have that, that people to take it in and, and give you feedback on yeah. what you can do and, and whatnot. But, but I would say, you know, to just jump in and do it though. If it's something that you think that you'd like to, you'd like to explore. I think the number one piece of advice that, that I would give people, Kylie, is, is <laughs> this take action, right? Just, yep. just I hate to steal the the phrase, but it, it, it works for a reason. You know, just do it. Yeah, you you yep. need to get in there and, and, and be okay with it, not being exactly yeah. everything that you you dream so um yeah and some of my trainings with um just doing online events um people have i've heard people say just do it ugly <laughs> you know just yeah. just so you're actually practicing and doing it and then like you said having your expectations in line not going in thinking you're going to get 100 sales you know not that you want to set your goals low but don't be discouraged if you get 5 you know, yeah. learn from it and then keep growing. Yeah, totally, totally. And, and change it. All right. 
I agree with that 100%. That's a really good piece of advice here. So, Kylene, uh, Connie's got a question for us Mm -hmm. here, um, and I'd love to get your your take on this first, and then I will happily share as well. Uh, Do you think that online live parties are better than just a party that lasts a few days? Um, I think it depends on what what you're selling. I think if you really are trying to build an ongoing relationship with these potential customers and building that community over a few days with maybe, and I'll talk about this later with a couple special live events built in would be, um, would be more beneficial Yeah, because then people really are creating that bond with you versus a quick two hour. You're kind of expecting just to share and then move on to your next thing. It's not an ongoing. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, I, I I think I think you're exactly right. I think that makes sense to me. Where you know, in a when you're thinking about just a um, online live party event, whatever selling event, you um, that is less of a I want to connect with you and engage and educate and 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 kind of have you be part of this community, as opposed to I've got cool stuff. I think you want it. And um, here it is. And, and there's a special because you've taken the time to join this live video. And, you know, that's definitely a different relationship there for sure. Not, and, and again, I don't necessarily personally think that there's anything better or worse with Mm-mm. either style. I, I think both can do well because if you are able to just kind of do that, that quick, not quick hit. I mean, obviously there's going to be, like we said, planning and, and stuff going on there, but it's a, you know, okay. Like you said, one hour, two hour scenario where you're, you're making some sales and now you've got a customer. So then at that point, you still at least have their contact information and you have that ability to take a, um, take that customer and turn them into a raging fan, a, a raving loyal f- fan, not raging, <laughs> raving loyal fan. <laughs> we don't want a raging Yay. customers. <laughs> Typically a raging customer is not a good thing. But <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but yeah. And then as they continue to see you, then you're, you're just building that trust over time. Yeah, totally. Totally. So. Um, and, and then you're, you're very welcome, Connie. I think, uh, Kylene, you made a lot of sense there. So there you go. <laughs> she says, thanks. It makes sense. Um, so with, with that being said, you know, there, uh, one other quick thing or a couple more things about this whole kind of one, one time live selling uh, event. I, I think the other thing you might want to think about and look at is, is really targeting into a niche, like a, a real specific niche, and then maybe potentially partnering with that community um, having that, you know, so maybe your products are pet related, but that they're very specific. Um, you know, in the past I had an opportunity to work with uh, a young lady that uh, had a company called Corgi things.com. And so it was very Corgi related. And so maybe if you had some, and, and there was a community of these Corgi people, um, in fact, Lewis uh, really loved Wiggle Butt Wednesday. Yep. <laughs> That's what people love about corgis, <laughs> is how wiggly their butts are. <laughs> not, obviously, lots of things they love about corgis, but that's <laughs> that one stands out. So, you know, seeing if you can, you know, partner with with the community. Maybe it's um, a school, you know, and and so you're going to do a you're selling school 
merchandise and you're going to do a, a live event. And, and so you're going to invite the PTA president to join you and, and talk about, you know, what the funds are going to be used for and, and the fundraising and, and kind of, so building on um, maybe a fundraiser that you're doing. Todd had a, a great training on the 16th inside of our success group membership that, talked all about fundraising. And so that, that could be an add on way to get them to share more is, is to have that opportunity for them to share that live event and, and go from there. So, yeah. um, yeah, Connie says, I've been to many online parties and some have been so boring. There's no engagement. Um, so yeah, what, what, yeah. What are your, what are your thoughts on that? Kylie? I think uh, that's, said. that comes with the planning. Um, you need to have, different posts, you know, if it's over a few days, you know, you have different posts that are, some are engaging. Um, you have little giveaways in there. You just kind of have to break it up. You can't just, and I learned that the hard way. I think the first <laughs> event I had, I literally read the history of the company and this is way back when, but I could just see everyone's face just kind of go, Oh my God. Why did I come here? <laughs> yeah. I, I do remember that one though. I think the one uh, saving grace that you had in that was that inside of that uh, part of the, the sharing that it was a, I think it was a Friday night or what, what it was an evening and yeah. uh, you encouraged everybody to show up with their glass of wine. So there at least yes, was, yes, was yes. wine being shared. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only thing that saved me, I think. Yeah. But and, you know, I was just going with, you know, they, they try to help, you know, this yeah. was a different company, but you know, they, they were trying to help. And I think if you had more of that confidence and that energetic personality, it probably wouldn't have been so dry and boring, but I was yeah. so nervous and yeah, sure. Just, sure. Just read it. Yep. There you go. Okay. Well, <laughs> so, and that learning experience and, yeah. and you've learned from it. And, and now yeah. since then you've actually, uh, hosted or, or, or supported, I guess, supported your, your, uh, group, mm -hmm. uh, to be able to host a couple of these events. And so we're going to get, we're, we're still kind of getting to that. So sorry, yep. we're, we're, no, <laughs> we're dragging fine. our feet, but there's a couple other little quick points that I want to make sure that we make here on, on this, uh, kind of more, public online selling uh, event and then and then let's we'll get into this uh, this other side of it this um, I don't know I, I'm having a really hard time describing both of them because uh, I know what we we have them at you know live events and online parties and so I guess what I'm talking about is a live online event and so the one other thing um, I mentioned that you don't really need a whole lot of really technical stuff and 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 whatnot but if you would like to up your game, there, there are some opportunities here. Um, one of the first things I might suggest if you're thinking about more of this public live um, online event is to make sure that your website or your product line is set up on Facebook products uh, as, a, as a shop, as a Facebook shop, because I think that's a, a great way um, Facebook will uh, the algorithm will find that if you are in this video engagement event and you are sharing links to your Facebook shop and keeping people engaged inside of Facebook, that that's going to move that event up the algorithm more and it will get in on more people's timelines by, by kind of 
leveraging Facebook shops. Um, and, and again, you know, the way I would probably do it. And we've done some training inside our success group about shops in the past. And, and I think there's a place for it somewhat, but I also think that uh, maybe the better thing is to have a, you know, an, an Equid or a Shopify or a, a WooCommerce or, or something like that, and then have that linked into your Facebook shop and you can go that way. So and, any thoughts on that real quick, Kylie, before I move on to my next point here? Yeah, I mean, I think that would come into just the the planning ahead so you can have all that built in there and ready to go. Um, but I think it also gives your product more credit too when it looks more official like that in the shops. Yeah, yeah, cool. And then if you really want to go big, and this is something that you're, you're going to do regularly, I, I know um, a couple of people, in fact, inside of our um, industry, there's a gentleman that uh, Kylene and I actually have met personally, been to dinner at his house, uh, Michael Guccione, and he's with a company called SoForLess.com, um, and uh, he does that regularly. They they get on, and you know, here's the scissors, here's the this, here's the thing that we sell, and and um, there's giveaways, there's you know, and 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 it is does have that feel to it, and and they do it pretty regularly. I don't know if he's using a software specifically. But I know other people that use some some different things, and um, the the one that stands out the most, the one that people uh, seem to bring up the most, as as I was looking for information on on what to use, is a tool called Comments Sold, and and I've not used it, and I, I don't have any kind of use case specific things here, but. Like I said, I, I did did some research on this beforehand, and and this is what kept popping up. So the, here's the link. Let me put it up down below here. It's try.comments, or not, sorry, try.commentsold.com. And uh, it, it, it allows you to kind of interact with those comments. And basically, it says sell, sell everywhere. Um, and so... They've got direct selling, some different use cases if you go and check out that website. So um, really not a whole lot more than I just wanted to share that that website there. But Kylie, uh, this is kind of a random way off base question. So if you don't have an answer, please don't feel like you have to make one up. But have you heard <laughs> of anything else like like this? I have not. Okay. I'll be honest. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. So. I think with that, though, Kylene, let, let, let's go ahead and actually start switching gears. Um, and so I want everybody to kind of uh, remove that live online event hat. <laughs> and, and honestly, I think there's some ways that you can actually integrate that whole idea of this live event mm -hmm. into an online party. Yep. Um, but here's the way that I kind of look at it in my brain is if I'm thinking about a Facebook live event, that's just kind of out there to the public and, and, and yeah, it's, it's like showing up at a wide open vendor event, craft fair, that kind of thing. And, and being a vendor. Um, so on the other side of it, when we talk about online parties, to me, that is more about, you know, let's invite some communities. It's inside a, a closed Facebook group or, or something along those lines. So we can talk about that. Um, so making those two distinctions, Kylie, maybe if you could first share with everybody kind of some ideas about why they might want to look at an online party. What You know, you've kind of come to it from your uh, work that you've done with um, 
I don't know the best term, the the multi-level marketing that the network uh, marketing, yeah, network yeah. marketing. Thank yeah. you. I always use multi-level marketing, and I know that's not what they prefer to be called, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> network marketing. Um, yeah. And and that can be a big part of a lot of these network marketing companies' ways to go. Um, mm -hmm. And Connie's basically saying we're finally getting to it here. <laughs> private, oh. <laughs> group, <laughs> private group parties. That's what I'm looking for. Perfect, Connie. That, all right. Well, good. We can <laughs> finally on track. Uh, only 37 minutes in. Um, so, uh, but people that maybe aren't as familiar with it, why why is this something good? And I know you talked about relationships already, but but help help uh, give us a couple other ideas of why this is good. So you know, the main reason is to expand your network. So the cool thing about it, it's free. As we all know, you can have a party online and it's free. Oh. <laughs> you can come too. Um, <laughs> I like the party. Um, it, it helps drive people to what your services or what your business is. And um, you get to provide your education about your your product or service um again you expand your network and then ultimately it will lead to sales yeah. as you go and i think that's the important reason because our communities are only so big and um, this allows you to expand all over and people can attend and they can also attend when it's convenient for them i think that's the huge part yeah um, yeah and and can not only convenient for them but in a a convenient safe space right yeah. like i i think of it like i don't know obviously i've not been to a lot of tupperware parties or or things like that where where you know you'd go into somebody's home and i, I get that there's some something to be said with that but you know in in an online party as, as Connie says you know they have their own snacks and drinks you know so you're not providing the wine and the <laughs> all this other stuff but there's still that that same feel to it and you're mm -hmm. connecting with people from you know all across the the country heck the world if you really wanted to so yeah um all right so you talked about why you also mentioned education in there. And I, I, one point I wanted to make about that is is not only think about the education about your product or um, uh, kind of what you do and, and, and that kind of thing. But think about it from an education to the community that you're you're participating with. You know, for example, with you, Kyleen, we're talking about crunchy and a big part of crunchy is is toxin free beauty and and reducing the, the toxin loads on our body. Um, I think I'm getting it right. But what else did yeah. I miss? On yeah. That? And they're environmental. Yeah, their environmental impact and yeah, and yeah. Um, yes, thank you, um, and and so that education is not only just about what it is yourself, and, yeah. and again, this can work for anything, whether we're selling decorated goods, you know, uh, network marketing products, um, services. Heck, you could do something like that for for services, but educating about the community and what why the people are drawn to that community. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. If it is just a, a friends group, you know, if you're you're kind of you've got a, a friend that's bringing in friends, you could even we're talking about engagement here, Connie, and and everybody else tuned in. <laughs> I feel like I'm just having a great conversation with you and Connie here, but um, <laughs> so uh, if it's it's if it's a group of friends, you can also maybe even do something fun educational wise, like you know, 
see if you can get pictures of them from when they were five or, you know, that, that kind of, again, yep. whatever to do, Connie had mentioned that sometimes they've been boring. There was no engagement. Yep. And I think that, that term there engagement's really key. So Kylene, you want to expand on, on engagement and, and then maybe start getting us into how you might do this. Yeah. So I think, you know, uh, UK, so you set up your, your event. Um, but, um, to answer your question, like as far as engagement goes and switching up your posts, um, some of the things that I've done and tried have been really successful is, you know, having like posts, like having a dance off. So people will post like a GIF or a GIF. I don't know how you say it <laughs> of, <laughs> of a dance. And then it just kind of, I mean, I've had so much fun with that and seeing what people share and it's really brought everyone together and kind of created a like a lighter mood to the the feeling of the group yeah. um and just you know little little posts like that like if you had to do this what would you eliminate in your life or um just sure. having fun posts included yeah. instead of just you know the environmental impact or you can reuse this tumbler over and over and over you know um, a variety is good. Sure. Sure. Is that what you were? Yeah, no, that's exactly it. That's and, me. um, and, and I just want to know that, uh, when you did the, the dance, uh, gif, gif, whatever, <laughs> right. <laughs> did you then also do a video of you doing the floss or, or how did that work? Out? Oh, um, how, how is there your is flock, no, there way? is no video anymore. Is there? <laughs> <laughs> how, I think okay. it might've gotten deleted. I don't, I don't think, I don't um, think floss is still a thing, but you know, no, no, <laughs> only for old people like me, uh, I find it entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but yeah, go ahead. Kylie. So, so you can just see like how, like just a post like that can generate people having more fun with your event instead of, have you heard about the five keys of business success called growing and launching your business? It's an online training program and you can check it out at oursuccessgroup.com forward slash five keys. While there, you can purchase the valuable online training modules and resources. It's over five hours of small bite-sized video training sessions broke out into 25 modules. Plus, there are 26 specific action steps designed to cement the training and get you into action on building the right foundation. You also get tools you need beyond the five hours of proven training, like spreadsheets, example forms that you can use and make your own, plus policy and marketing templates and more. The Five Keys of Business Success is designed to help you learn to price your products for profit, enjoy confidence in your marketing, have an efficient workflow and process, wow your customers with amazing service, and know exactly what it costs to be in business each day. Skip the alternative of feeling lost and overwhelmed and stop losing money or not even knowing where you're at until it's too late. Invest in the Five Keys online training program today to get the foundation you deserve for your small business. Go to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash five keys. Dancing in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's where and, it happened. Yeah. And Sandy, we, we, yes, thank you for being here. I was, it, yeah. we, we, we appreciate you being here and I know you're multitasking, so... But yeah. uh, anybody else tuned in, feel free to jump in, ask questions. Um, all right. So let's let's back up just a little bit here. Um, talk to us about the setup of this. Um, it, what 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 are the kind of the key pieces that 
that people need to be thinking about before um, to, to kind of make this successful? Start with Yeah, I think so. You can set up your event on your business page or in your private Facebook group. Um, and then you want to include in your description of that event as much detail as you can so people know what to expect. Um, because I'm sure you all know sometimes you get invited to a lot of different events, and um, I don't know, you got to have something at the beginning that's going to catch them. Um, and the beauty of those is you can add a co-host. So once you add a co-host or someone, so for me, it would be a host that's agreed to invite guests. So they're inviting their community to, so I can share with them. Yeah. And, um, and before you get too far away from that, the host, yeah. they're, they're, what's in it for them, I guess, is the <laughs> other side of this, right? Yeah. So they would get, you know, um, discounted products later on or potential free items and things like that. Um, And then they, I mean, I guess because you're leading with education and you're providing tools and resources, um, the products are the bonus, right? But um, if you really share your event with the education side of things, I think in the service side of things, then they feel more comfortable inviting their friends to come and attend because it's not just a sales pitch the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you talked about um, having a, a, doing it inside maybe a group. So if you have a Mm -hmm. group, um, I, I've also seen people that will set up a group specifically for this event. And it just, instead of it being a a group that's open all the time, it's kind of a, a, the group is the event, right? So you can, you can have, you can just, you know, create a group for, for this event. And then once the event is done, um, you don't have to delete it. You just, you basically just archive the group. So that way there's no continued posting and you have to monitor and stuff like that. But the cool part about doing that with the groups is that um, all of the content that you've created inside of that group, the, the post sharing, the videos, the, the, the GIFs and all of that engagement that goes on, it's still there. So the people that were part of that group can, can go back to it and, and say, Oh yeah. What, what was Kylene saying about, you know, the product switches that would be healthier than, than one or the other. I, I want to go back and find that. And, and they can do that inside the group and, and, they can, that also reminds them, Hey, here's where I go if I want to buy some more products too. So that's a one way to do it. Yeah. Right? And it is nice. And then if something new were to come out or you just wanted to share it, you can go back to those groups and, and post in there. I think some people might see the notification. Um, I think they're still active or yeah. um, at least I've done yeah. that in the past. I, I hope yeah. people have seen yeah. <laughs> some of the posts, but, um, so yeah, so just as much detail as you can in that description, um, I think is huge, you know, and then like what Aaron was saying, including the live, live event within your, your online workshop, you can schedule that and have that with built in within your, um, description. So you could schedule a zoom meeting at, seven o'clock on Friday night 
and that's included in on top of your your three day online event. Yeah, yeah. So I guess yeah, that that'd be the next thing. I, I think we mm -hmm. should probably try to get into the weeds here a little bit. Is when you're talking about a three day event, it basically is an event meaning kind of encapsulating the opportunity to engage inside of the group, the the sharing, the um, information that you're going to be sharing along the way, um, the the and, and then does it kind of then cap off with this? Um, you know, you mentioned Zoom. So is that is that kind of the way to to make it more engaging too at that point? Or what, what are some of the thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, honestly, I said Zoom just because it is something that people are really familiar with and you can see people's faces when you do it. So it's kind of a more intimate um, live versus just going live on Facebook for people um, that you're talking to. So I would say um, kind of the nuts and bolts of doing this is you you can schedule your posts ahead of time um, and therefore you're not in there. But I would do at least four posts a day and, and it would be a variety of things. And then um, I made sure I had like little Facebook lives each day for like three minutes to five minutes, um, you know, welcoming the guests that yeah. came or that, I, you know, thanking your hosts for having you. So you, um, you share with them, okay. um, you know, who you are, your connection to that host or your connection to that product, just building that relationship as much as you can early on. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, then you can continue that for the three days or four days, however long you want to have it. And then you can end it with that Zoom meeting. And that's when you can really do um, a tutorial or showcase it or just have fun. And, you know, I don't know, you can be as creative as you want with that last sure. event. But that's really where you um, really engage with the customers or the participants, I should say, yeah. and okay. build that relationship. But, you know, you just have to keep in mind your main mission throughout the whole thing is to lead with your education, you're growing your network, you're building that trust, and then hopefully then the sales come. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. I, I love that. A um, couple comments from, from Connie here. So do you also offer points or drawings to get them engaged? Um, what, what are some thoughts there, Connie? Yeah, I mean, you can, I guess it just depends on how much you want to um, spend for this, this party, you have to have your, you know, your numbers in your budget. Um, I have done it a couple different ways. I've done it where I offer if so at that last zoom meeting or live, um, I say anyone who places an order from this time to this time gets entered for a free item from crunchy or um i've done it where um i've done a free i think i've done a free coffee mug um or just something straw reusable straws or just something at a lower price point a lot of um the ladies in the group that i'm with they just find um eco-friendly toxin-free products on amazon um <laughs> 
and they'll just order it and have it directly sent from Amazon to the person at a really sure. low price point. Um, but again, if you're trying to share your products and your services, sometimes you, yeah. you got to figure out what's right for. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, know, knowing your numbers and knowing what your budget is based on what you think you're going to be able to do with it, that that's, that definitely is important. Right. But yep. um, I think also when Connie's talking about points or drawings or things like that, you can use that though, as a way to um, encourage the engagement. So, yep. you know, everybody that shares this public post gets entered in, you know, is, is yeah. a point or, you know, so you, yeah, you, you definitely want to think about setting up some sort of a, a point system to basically, um, the funny that this comes up right here. I was actually, uh, watching Freakonomics last night. I, I, I finished that last night without you, Kylie. Sorry. Just till. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they were one of the studies that they had done was, was this incentivizing uh, kids to get better grades, uh, to, to bring their grades up by paying them and, and the whole theory around that. And they did find that there was some correlation to that. And so, you know, we don't all just naturally engage and want to comment on every post. And, you know, we, we want to, see and get the information and be in the know, but to put ourselves out there to actually share this with somebody and be judged by what we're sharing and all that other stuff, that that's not always comfortable for everybody. So yep. if you do set up a kind of a point system, I think that's a great idea. You set up a point system of, okay, you know, everybody that's engaged in this point, this post, you know, whoever shares a video or, or something like that, they get 10 points versus, you know, if you just share this, you get five points or, or something along those lines. So I, I no. think, yeah, if you get that in the planning side of that, that can be a really good way to create engagement, make it not so boring, um, make it something where it's, it's a game, right? Yeah. We, uh, our son likes to talk about how he, he's going to someday figure out a way to gamify everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he wants to he's Mr. Gamify he tries to make a game out of everything. Yeah. And so you, you can do that inside of these online parties. So. And I think that takes, um, yeah, I really like that ongoing point basis um, idea. And I think it does keep people engaged more and um, having more fun with it versus just having information. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, share it all the time. If, sure, sure. So Connie uh, talks about uh, if you make the host or hostess an admin, then the party can be available all the time, especially if they want to be a business owner, then they don't have to invite the same people and bring in the same content. So good yeah, point there. Awesome. Yeah, yep. sure. And then, um, and then I think, I think I said this at the beginning, but you know, having that co-host and they're inviting, you want to tag their the the co-hosts as yep. much as you can on your posts because then it's more likely to show up on their friends feeds versus you sure. just posting on the group sure so, so one was... other thing i want to talk about and and i know there's some still some things to cover here but um what you had mentioned you know kind of scheduling the posts and and being able to kind of you know again make this a, a repeatable program yeah. that you can do um, but I know, I don't know if it was the last one or somewhere along the line, you learned a lesson about 
where you could and could not schedule posts. What sh- share that real quick tip? There's a real nuts and bolt tip here that I think uh, yes. your learning opportunity is worth sharing with everybody else. So I created the event just from my personal page instead of from my private group page. I believe that's C. Now I I didn't write it down, so I'll have to double check that. (laughs) But because I did that, I was not able to schedule my posts. So I had them scheduled on a doc, but I had to four times a day go in and post (laughs) versus having them all ready to go. So they automatically would post and then I could just go in and respond to comments. Comments yeah. and engage. I have a lot more work for myself by yeah. um, by doing it that gotcha. way. So that was definitely a lesson. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, a tough lesson. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> but I mean, it was still all planned. It just was an extra five minutes every time that you want to do that. And that yeah. does add up over time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Connie, you're not the only one here, but uh, I think <laughs> like, Sandy's doing some multitasking. I, I, we did have some challenges getting into the, the club OSG group this morning. I think Todd was able to uh, get that going. So we may be live in there, but um, <clears throat> yeah. So this is, we, we get a, whatever you, whatever questions you got, Connie, bring them. <laughs> yeah, we're ready. We don't have to even talk about this. If you have other ideas, other thoughts, other things you'd like us to share our ideas about, or, or uh, you've shared a lot of great information as well. So we really appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> all right, Kylie. So what, what else here? What, what else are we missing? What, uh, what um, else do we need to think about? Well, I think you need to make your your participants, the people attending your event, feel special. Um, and one of the ways you can do that is you can send out messages. Uh, Facebook makes it really easy to send messages to the people attending. Um, you can send a group message if you want, or you can just copy and paste message so it's more individual. And then you start that one-on-one conversation with with the participants versus people know when they're getting a canned message and it's really easy to just disregard that. Uh But if you change a few things, um, you don't have to spend a ton of time on it, but it really makes that person feel special that you know they're there and you're there to answer their specific questions, I think is huge. Um, I mean, before you, if you end your your so many day long event with a zoom or some kind of live event like that, you can do more of a canned message to me as a reminder. But I would think um, early on, you want to start that conversation. And I found really good success with doing that. Um, it does take a little bit of time, but it's worth it if, if you truly are wanting to build your network. Yep. Yep. All right. So Connie asks, how often do you think you should post in a day on a on a group party? I would say at least four times with a short live in there at some point, um, at least one. Um, that's and, and we're ta- how, how long? Of, sorry, just to clarify for people and, and for me, um, how long of an event are we talking about here? What, what's the typical time frame that, that you found the most success with? Um, I've done five day events and three day events and the three day events I think are, um, have been the most successful. Okay. Yep. The five day, you kind of lose people, 
Um, they check in and out and I don't know. I think if you just jam pack it in (laughs) and those three, three days, it's, um, it's really successful. And then I, I usually, um, do morning, mid morning, afternoon, and then evening. And then, um, and then where I, after that first day, you can kind of see where people are engaging the most, what time, and then you can plan your live maybe around, um, the time where people were most active for the next day and so forth. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Connie mentioned a party three days. So yeah. yeah. And, and, and so I agree with you there. You know, I would, I would go so far as to personally to say a minimum of uh, three or four times a day. I mean, I, I yeah. think you could probably um, have several posts, you know, again, like you talked about of, of different styles, you know, one, yeah talking about something, sharing information, one engaging, one kind of getting somebody to, you know, getting the, the fun going, that engagement that, because the other part about, um, about it being boring potentially is that, uh, if, if you're not engaged a whole bunch in, in the entire time, you know, basically kind of showing up all the time, the people on the other side of that, that, that are coming to the party, you know, they're only going to be, they're going to be about half as engaged as you are. So if you want a lot of engagement, then you've got to kind of go to that next level, you know, five, six, seven posts a day. And with that is um, you really have to um, work with your host ahead of time. And if they're not one to share a lot, you can give them ideas or you can give them, some content to add if they feel more comfortable that way. But the more your co-host shares, um, the more successful your event will be. And yep. um, I, I, just because they have that connection. Yep, totally. And and like you said, you can kind of give them content ideas. I mean, I would go so far as to even, um, you know, lay out a uh, layout post for them and, and a schedule that, that, that you've, can kind of say, you know, this is what works because I think the other part about this is when I asked about, you know, what's in it for the host. And, and I think you got to keep that in mind too, and, and, and encourage them to, uh, to really, uh, be actively engaged in, (laughs) in the success of this event for themselves and, and for the relationship. So, I mean, in a way it goes back to, uh, what Todd was talking about in the fundraising event is a big part of a successful fundraiser with the school, with whoever is making sure that whoever you're raising funds for is actively engaged in the sharing and, and selling process. And I think the same goes for, for a host in this scenario. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. And, yeah. and Con- Connie shared that I think it needs to be quick and also a sense of urgency. If you give too much time, people do not stay engaged. So yeah. Well yeah. said. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I think that's what I found with the five day events was um, by the time we got to that last zoom, I mean, I, I don't know. You it were just, out of energy. They were out of energy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so one other quick question for you here, and then um, and if you have any other final thoughts, but um, you, you mentioned, you know, kind of doing some lives throughout interspersed to some, mm-hmm. what it, about if it's a three-day party, you plan on doing at least three lives? Is that kind of? At least, yeah. Okay. So um, 
and, and I know you know what you've been doing these for is is for uh, Crunchy and, and a mm-hmm. network marketing kind of program. So it's going to be a little bit different if you're a decorator, but I think you know obviously tying it into whatever the community is that you serve, your niche, the the community that the hosts are part of, the community that the people that are going to show up are part of, but. With that being said, give us an idea of what the the lives are all about. What what's the content that you're sharing there? Well, usually the first one is just the introduction, introducing you yourself and how you're connected to the host and welcoming people and kind of what the setting the expectations. And then from there, you can do um, quick tutorials. So you know, for me, I was able to do um, my morning skincare routine or my morning makeup or evening, things like that. But you could also do um, a hands-on thing where you show people the process of you making your mug. If if you're selling a personalized item like that or showing yourself making the t-shirt and just giving people that, that connection to the product again. Yeah. Um, and letting them in behind the curtain too. I think yeah. that, that's another, another it makes thing. it more real. And I, especially for the skincare and makeup um, when they actually see you using the products and you being brave enough to go on without any makeup or um, it, it just, yeah. you become more genuine. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, uh, um, yeah. I mean, I don't just show up looking like this. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So Connie says uh, planning a t-shirt party. I have plenty of interest in hosting. I just want it to be fun. This is an alternative way to earn income. There you go. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So I, I love this, but um, it, this almost to me, <laughs> Connie, in a little bit sounds like you're kind of setting up your own network marketing program. I, it, you know, again, to me, there's no negative connotation to, and that's why I'm, I loosely use <laughs> multi-level marketing because uh, to me, there's not a real negative connotation to that, but, but yeah, I, I think that's really awesome. And, um, to, to make it fun. And, and I think these ideas that, that Kylian shared, some of the ideas that you've come up with, I, I, I really do think it's, uh, if, if you want to make it fun, you got to have fun. And, and again, if that's not your normal sense, you know, if you're, you're, you're not that outgoing person, then that's where you do have to kind of show up a little bit more than your normal self. Um, again, like Connie mentioned earlier on, you don't want to go so over the top that it's fake. I don't want you to fake it, but I think, you know, just really being aware of that, especially in the live videos that you do, especially during the actual, uh, event at the end. And, and one other comment I want to make here, Kylene, and, and hopefully I'm not stealing your thunder here, but I do love the idea of, okay, so we're doing this stuff. We're maybe doing live videos on Facebook. You could, I guess, if you really wanted to just show up at the kind of final event and have it like this, where it's one-sided, there's comments going on that are typed in. But I think using Zoom, using an opportunity for everybody to show up and and be a part and have them bring drinks and have them, you know, have snacks and, you know, and and coordinate that and, um, you know. I want, I want to see your guys' craziest cups or, or something along those lines and then um, and, and go from there. So having that Zoom does really allow it to become, you know, a party. So yeah. 
in the decorators community, hopefully you guys have heard, but um, we've been, we did these zoom cocktail parties uh, early on inside of the pandemic. We did it for a while and then kind of fell off for a little bit and we're going to do another one on July 2nd. So quick plug July 2nd, <laughs> go to two regular guys.com forward slash party for the information or just reach out. I'll make sure that you have the information, but, but again, that, that interaction of, it's not just me selling you something. It's not just me sitting here sharing. It's okay, cool. We're here. You know, there's some stuff that's kind of planned out, but at the end of the day, it is about just sitting here and enjoying an interaction with somebody. And it just happens to be on zoom. So I think making sure you have that component side of it, that, that zoom opportunity set up as well is, is important. So Kylene thoughts there. Yeah. And like you were saying, you could have a theme with it. You know, it could be, you know, bring your favorite glass of wine or like you said, your favorite cup or wear your silliest T-shirt or your funniest T-shirt or your favorite T-shirt, whatever it might be to like have that common connection. So everyone's coming there with something in common and then it helps break the ice, if you will, um, for people to continue to engage with one another. Yep. Totally. I think this, that's a great point. Kylie. And then the other thing I was going to say was um, back to, I forget what you were saying, but anyway, um, when you let people behind the curtain and, oh, yeah. and you want to build engagement there, I was thinking, you know, I think Todd does this in his lives, but he gets, lets some of the um, p- listeners um, have input on what he is going to do next. Doesn't he do that? What people want to learn sure, more. Sure. And so that could be something you do. You could say, you know, I have these two options of things to make next. What do you want to see? And then maybe people will feel more connected to joining you on your next. Yeah. Behind the scenes or your sure. live on, on the live the inside of yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great idea for sure. Yeah. It keep uh, any, any time. So the thing to avoid are yes or no questions or just the blind share. So even in the posts where you're sharing information, you you want to make sure that there's always a question in there. Lead it, lead it with the question. You know, does anybody feel like they need to reduce the toxins that they're taking into their bodies? If so, kind of, you know, or what are you doing to reduce the toxin in talking about where Kylie's space here? So, um, whatever it's all about, basically ask them to answer the question and then you can share information. So, um, yeah, you kind of meet them where they're at and then, um, share the tools that they can use to. Nice. I like that. that Meet them where they're at. There you go. Quotable Kylie quotable right there. Meet them where they're at. (laughs) Um, all right. Um, Sandy asks, how, how are people ordering products during the party? Well, I think if, um, depending on the type of party you're having, you're always going to have a link um, yeah. that people will click on and that take them to order their products. Yeah, yeah. And, and Connie shared that I'm setting up items on my website. The link will be under the items. Uh, and Equid works with the Facebook shop. So they'll, they'll be that um, interaction there, that way to, to uh, order products during the party is to, by sharing those, you can share the Facebook shop um, 
uh, items. Sorry. <laughs> got, yep. Brain got a little fuzzy there for a second. All right. So Kylie, Good. any final thoughts? And then you guys tuned in any other questions that you got, any other comments you got? Thank you so much, Connie, uh, especially yeah. and, and Sandy for, for tuning in and anybody else was able to, to catch this and, We'll we'll have people catching the uh, the recorded version after the fact. So we also want your comments in here, and we will come back and engage with those comments and questions. So, um, Kylene, I'll let you give some final thoughts, and then we'll see what other folks have, and I'll close out with my final thoughts. Well, I think the biggest thing you can do is keeping it casual and easy for um, the participants to engage and ask questions and, and order. Um, I think if you can master that, you're really going to build those relationships. And then ultimately uh, that will lead to sales. But if you can be genuine and, and not make it so difficult for people to order or connect with you, I think that's when you're going to have your struggles. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're, you're exactly right. The main thing is just, to really make sure the focus is on, like you said, the, the building, the relationships, the educating, um, and, and not on the sales. I think if, as soon as it feels like they're just going to get sold the whole time, I think that's when people shut down and it becomes not engaging, not fun. Um, really the, almost to a point of where, you know, you always want to have a call to action. I know I harp on, on you with this, Kylene, when, when you were doing this, uh, earlier on, you know, I kept going, well, when are you going to ask for the sale? When are you going to ask for the sale? When are you ask for sale? And you kind of just kept going, Hey, it's, it's good. I got this. I got this. And then <laughs> after you built that relationship, then you asked for the sale and, and you ended up reaching your goals with the party. So, um, you know, even if you have a crazy guy standing over your shoulder saying, when are you going to ask for the sale? <laughs> tell him to shut up and <laughs> I got this, you know, <laughs> well, I think you just have to trust yourself. Um, you know, I think earlier on though, I did need that encouragement to not be afraid to ask for the sale. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you definitely get it in there, but if that's your whole focus the entire time, yeah, it doesn't feel it, good. It's, I mean, you, if, if your whole focus the entire time is just to do the sale, then I think you're better off just doing that, that, one hour, two hour live selling event where that's what the expectation is. But if you're yeah. asking people to get into a party and engage and, and have fun with you and all the other stuff, the last thing they want to do is be sold. That I, I, I think they want to go leave the experience. I think the best thing could be they leave the experience going, yeah, I had fun. I want something to connect myself to that fun. I, I want the product. I believe in what I've learned and, and, and that kind of thing. So there, it, there's never a hard, hard sell. It's a, Hey, thanks a lot. Here's an opportunity for you to, you know, continue this journey. So, yeah. And, and Connie makes a, a good point here. I think with the t-shirt party, they know they'll be buying. Um, but I, I want you to think about this real quick, Connie, and, and, and you probably are. So this is kind of a general statement for every everybody thinking about doing stuff like that. I get that when they show up to a t-shirt party, they, they know that they're going to be sold, but if they wanted to just buy something, they would just go do 
the buying on their own and the comfort of, you know, they would just show up at a website and do the search. However, they would do a search. I, I don't think people are going to show up to a t-shirt party, obviously in the back of their mind, they know they're going to be sold, but if they feel like that's all that's happening is, Oh, I got this post to engage, but then there's a link to buy something and, Oh, there's another link to buy something and, Oh, okay. I have to buy something today or yeah, that I, I think you just got to kind of, walk that fine line of of yes they know they're going to be sold but at the same time there's a lot of different ways that people can part with their money and 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 i don't think people are showing up to an event a party to um to part with their money right away right they you gotta wine and dine them first (laughs) so kylene any other thoughts on that I mean, I think they're to, they're there to connect with you and and see and learn about what that T-shirt is all about and what it means to you and what it all the different ways you could wear it or you know just there's more than just the the T-shirt of why yep. they're coming. Yeah. Or they need some couple hours of fun and that's why they're coming. Yeah. Um, yep. So. Yeah. So Connie, Connie says, that's what I'm struggling with. I want to make it fun. Yeah. And, and I think the, the, to me, the number one way to make it fun is to make sure that, that the selling part is, I don't want to say not important or even secondary doesn't seem like the right thing to say here. But on the flip side of that, I, I, I guess secondary is, is probably what I'm, what I'm thinking here. I, I think that you need to focus your efforts on making it fun. And, and then if you do that, you know, put, put the why first, why this, why they're doing it, you know, you want them to have fun, why ha- them having fun is important to you and, and the hosts and, and that kind of stuff. And then the sales will come from that. But if you sh- show up to this with the whole intention of how do I make sure that I'm selling um, as opposed to why having fun is important, why engaging is important, um, we know ultimately why engaging and having fun is important is because it's going to be easier for them to make that purchasing decision. But if that's what you're showing up for completely, I think that is going to be a bigger challenge. Um, So. Yeah. I would just go back to having like a theme. So everyone's coming there with something in common Um, and whatever that could be, that could just set the tone and then you just build out from there yep okay activity sorry i'm getting some feedback for whatever reason yeah it was cutting out there for one second so um but so sandy says i thought of doing some sort of event where i offer my extra polos and people can decide what to embroider on it given set options just not how how to work it um so what do you have any thoughts on that kylie are you hearing that? Or are you still getting feedback? I'm getting a little feedback still, but huh, must be up there here. <laughs> Does the anyhow? Um, I will share some of my ideas here real quick, Kylie, and see if you can if it catches up here. Um, so Sandy again says, "I thought of doing some sort of event where I offer my extra polos, and people can decide what to be embroidered on it, given set options, just not how to work it." I mean, I. I think there's some different options here and it depends on, on how, <laughs> how creative you want to get with this or, or how much you want to, I mean, heck, I think if it's a, 
um, option of, you know, okay, here's the blue polo here. Like you said, here are the set options. Is that something that you could do inside of the event? All right. Um, with embroidery, I think obviously there's some setup, but there is also some time where the machine can kind of be running in the background while you're doing some other things. So maybe, um, you know, the first two people get a, a special deal and, and you're going to make their product live for them. And then the next 10 people, you know, will, will have, have their ship by tomorrow and, and then, and a different kind of discount level. And, and so those are some, some quick ideas there. I mean, I think that would be cool. I think people would, would, you know, it, it's, it's been amazing to me over the 20 years that I've been in this industry. Um, how, how mesmerized people are with the process of what we're doing. And um, even people that have been in this, like, so going, being at trade shows, I remember um, when we first back in 2004, 2006 range, when, when we were selling direct to garment machines, and these are people that make t-shirts all day. And when we would give away t-shirts, we'd have a line of people and these are people that could go make their own t-shirt, but they were so mesmerized with this new process, this direct to garment type thing that, yeah, being able to see it in action, I, I think really creates something. So, and I know that's tough. I know that brings its own set of challenges to, and, and so you might need a helper with, with something like that, but I, I think that would be cool. So Kylie, yeah, that's thoughts? That's what I was going to say. I mean, how cool would it be, like you said, to offer the first couple people the free shirt and then show the process of it actually being embroidered on the shirt and the rest of the people, it would just be mailed to them. Um, I think I love to see how things are put together, especially embroidery. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fascinates yep. me. Yep. So Connie says, uh, my first party host wants sarcastic shirts. And I, and I think oh, that that's really, and, and you talked about fun. I mean, heck right there, you've got, you've got that tie in. I mean, I can think of different ways, like, um, you know, what, what's the greatest form of sarcasm you've ever, ever seen and, and just kind of keep wrapping around that, that theme, you, you know, you, you need a Gen Xer to, to, to be sarcastic. Um, I I'm very sarcastic as Kylie will tell you. So, uh, I want to show up for that party. I'm already yeah. excited and engaged. <laughs> and I think that just right there sets the tone for, for your event. And then people come in with that state of mind of yeah. having fun. Yeah. So I think, I don't think you have to worry too much. I think you'll be Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. Good. Do a great job. Dude, awesome. And then Connie shared with Sandy, uh, I'm doing a pop-up sale that will just be inventory items. I'm picking about 10 designs I can choose from. Um, Connie, how are you going to be decorating those? Is is it going to be a transfer or a, um, a, a print, a direct-to-garment? I apologize. I, I don't recall off the top of my head what what techniques that you have. I, I know I should, but uh, brain's not functioning so well this morning. So <laughs> um, that'd be 
Cool. Yeah, I, I think that's a great idea. Um, heck, Kylie and I just, oh, there we go. Connie said transfers. Perfect. And and again, cool. but that that press popping up, you know, that press opening, the steam coming off, you know, there's just something about that. Heck, like I said, I've been doing this for 20 years and I still, it, it's still a cool feeling to see that finished product come off, you know? So, and, and Connie says cash and carry and I will have helpers. So yeah, cool. I, I agree with what Kylene said. I think you, I think you got this, Connie. I think you're going to really do a great job with it. Sounds like you've really got, got all the ducks in a row already. So, um, I would say just do it. <laughs> um, all right. So, Kylie, anything else? Uh, we've been going for about an hour and 20 minutes here. So <laughs> thanks for everybody sticking through my early technical issues. And, and thanks for, to Kylie for all of the information. Thanks to Connie for sharing all the information that she's shared. If you guys yeah. do have any questions, and I'll, I'll give you a chance to give your, your real final thought here in one second, Kylene. But um, if people <laughs> do have any questions and they'd like to reach out, ask, ask questions, I'll get the question in front of Kylene as well if, if you've got questions for her. But uh, if you guys aren't familiar, but you know our email address, success at our success group.com is uh, where you can reach out. And we are happy to answer anything we can come up with. And like I said, if we don't know the answer, we'll find somebody who does. So Kylene, closing thoughts from you. Um, reach out if you have questions, like Aaron just said. I'm happy to walk you through anything. If you're s stuck on an idea, um, reach out. And maybe with yeah. our experience, we can help you. And then just have fun with it, whatever you're doing. Just yeah. have fun. Yep. Yeah. And I think, you know, from Connie's perspective there, if you're starting off with a sarcastic shirt, I'm not sure. I, but again, I'm somebody who my first language is actually sarcasm. So uh, English <laughs> is only my second language. <laughs> so sarcasm is uh, something that I would have a ton of fun with. <laughs> Kylene might want to smack me, but that's a different story. <laughs> All right. Well, Kylene, thank you so much for your thank time. You. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. If you're, Again, if you're catching this after the fact, don't hesitate to engage. Put your comments in there still continue it on we're happy to continue answering and sharing um next week i will be talking getting back to some mindset stuff again here and uh excited to to do that i've actually been going through a pretty intensive uh boot camp for for the uh, canfield training program stuff that kylene and i are both success principal trainers but i'm now stepping into their next certification program and uh, and doing that and um, so I, I'm excited to kind of share some more mindset stuff that I've been able to take in over these last, we, we, we've done some all day. In fact, we did three days in a row, uh, nine hour days on zoom. So I've spent a lot of time sitting in, in front of a zoom camera and learning a lot about how to engage and keep people going and breakout rooms and all sorts of fun stuff. We'll get to that stuff a little bit later down the road, but from a mindset perspective, I'm get to share next week, five things keeping you from success and, uh, Within that, we'll have some alternative things that you can do instead, right? So we're not gonna, just going to tell you what not to do. We're also going to share some ideas about what to do. <laughs> um, so, all right. Uh, there we go, Connie. Me too. Sarcasm is her first language as well. So no wonder we get along so well, Connie. <laughs> all right. Cool. Well, Kylene, thank you so much. Really appreciate your time. And uh, I'll see you in at the breakfast table in just a moment. And then yep. we'll get to go visit my my dad and, and, uh, pick up our dog after <laughs> him watching her for about a month. So yes, it's time.
Yeah, we need we need our I need my princess back. <laughs> Not just <laughs> Kylene. Sorry. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. All right. Well, thank you everybody. All Have right, a thank great you. Rest of your Saturday, and we will talk to you guys soon. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.